Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Well, howdy, friends. My name is Jeff Hunt. I'm the director of the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University and co-chairman of the Western Conservative Summit, one of the largest annual gatherings of conservatives in the Western United States. We are so grateful that you're with us today. This is our first broadcast of the Centennial Institute Frontier Freedom Hour. Thank you so much for being with us from the very beginning of something that we believe is going to be just fantastic. A great program highlighting the issues that we're facing in the state of Colorado and the Western United States from a biblical perspective. The truth is the Western United States is not doing too well. We used to laugh off California, Washington, and Oregon as the left coast. Well, now we're not in the business of campaigns or elections, but we look at elections as a guide to how policies are being implemented in the Western United States, and it's not going so well. In addition to the left coast, we're now seeing liberal leaders and policies being implemented in Nevada, New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, and even threats in places like Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and Utah. So why are we launching the show? Well, in part, we need to make sure that the Western United States embraces the founding principles that made this country great and helped settle the West. Principles of faith, family, and freedom. As I mentioned, the show is not about campaigns or candidates. It's about ideas, values, and principles. We believe in biblical conservative values and that they will bring about better policies and better communities for everybody in this country. Let me share with you the history of Colorado Christian University and the formation of the Centennial Institute. In 2006, Bill Armstrong, a former two-term U.S. Senator from Colorado, became the president of Colorado Christian University. Upon becoming the president of Colorado Christian University, he implemented a series of strategic priorities that make Colorado Christian University one of the most unique universities in the country. Among these priorities include very good and important ones like teach students how to learn, teach students to trust the Bible and live holy lives and evangelists, to honor Christ and share the love of Christ on campus and around the world. But we have a very unique strategic priority that makes CCU very different from really many other colleges, even Christian colleges in the country, to impact our culture in support of traditional family values, the sanctity of life, compassion for the poor, biblical view of human nature, limited government, personal freedom, free markets, natural law, original intent of the Constitution, and Western civilization. That's right. There is a university in America embracing these values. Can you believe it? Over 9,000 students educated annually to embrace the sanctity of life, the original intent of the Constitution, limited government, and most importantly, to embrace Christ, to honor Christ, and share the love of Christ on campus and around the world. It truly is a unique and wonderful university. In 2010, they founded the Western Conservative Summit, which has grown to become one of the largest annual gatherings of conservatives in the Western United States. Over 2,300 attendees and 100,000 viewers online hear from 40 to 50 of the nation's top conservative leaders and get a chance to interact with 60 exhibitors and spend time in workshops going into detail on important policy issues. 
With CCU's mission and strategic priorities, it's become a powerhouse, training 9,000 students to embrace Christian conservative worldview and to impact our culture for Christ. And that's the history of why we're here today. Today, the Centennial Institute is one of the most important conservative forces in the state of Colorado. Part of the work we do includes direct lobbying activity at the Colorado State Capitol in order to advance Christian conservative policies. More than any other organization in the state of Colorado, the Centennial Institute has put together an active lobbying team at the Colorado State Capitol to influence Colorado's public policy for Christ. One of the most important issues of work that we engage on is to advocate for the sanctity of life at the state capitol. The past few weeks have been really historic moments for the state of Colorado regarding abortion and the sanctity of life. It's really important that our listeners understand exactly what's going to happen in our country if Roe v. Wade goes down with the Dobbs case at the U.S. Supreme Court. If Roe v. Wade precedent is overturned, it will not make abortion illegal in America. It will simply allow states to determine what their abortion policies are going to be. You have a whole lot of states, primarily in the Midwest and in the southern part of America, that will effectively outlaw abortion. Other states like Colorado, California, New York will seek to embrace abortion and welcome people traveling from all over the country to get abortions in their state. So we'll essentially have life states and death states. Colorado right now is seeking to become a death state. Pro-abortionists are pouring tens of millions of dollars into Colorado. In fact, the wife of Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, just donated a record $20 million to Planned Parenthood of the Rocky Mountains. Their goal is to secure Colorado as a radical pro-abortion state with no restrictions whatsoever. In order to do this, they have to write into law that a preborn child has no rights in the state of Colorado. There can be no restrictions on parental notification on abortion, and there can be no local control over abortion facilities. This means the local communities will not be able to stop Planned Parenthood from putting abortion clinics in their neighborhoods. This was all introduced in a recent legislation titled House Bill 221279, the Reproductive Health Equity Act. Now, the pro-life community fought against this bill in ways we've never seen before. Hundreds of people came down to testify. In fact, I believe uh, we spent about uh, over 12, 13 hours, even till 3 in the morning, down testifying in the Colorado House of Representatives in an effort to fight this bill. There was also a filibuster in the Colorado House of Representatives for over 24 hours. It was really a historic moment. This had never really happened in the state of Colorado before. And to help provide some comment on this is the former Speaker of the House joining us on the line today, Frank McNulty. Frank, are you with us? Good morning, Jeff. Frank, great to have you with us. Uh, now, Frank represents Colorado Christian University, but spent many years down at the state capitol representing the Highlands Ranch area and then moved into leadership and was the former Speaker of the House, the leader down in the Colorado House of Representatives. So, Frank, give us some insight into kind of the, the, the filibuster that took place a few weeks ago against this radical abortion bill and kind of the historic nature of it. Yeah, well, first, I think it should, it should be the Frontier Freedom 24 hours, not just the front Frontier Freedom hours. So <laughs> I, I understand that we have to start someplace, though, so congratulations on that, Jeff. Thank you, Frank. The, um, uh, I, I, I do want to start with, uh, talk about the filibuster, but I want to start with um, uh, the observations from 
the committee, there were uh, a number of, of, of pro-life people down at the Capitol uh, waiting to testify. Um, and these are folks who were new to the process, uh, who hadn't been involved before, just happened to talk to a friend or received an email, uh, a text message saying, um, this abortion bill is up. We need people to come down and testify. If you're not willing to testify, uh, please at least come down to show your support for the pro-life movement. Um, and to a person, these folks that I talked to were shocked by the callousness of the testimony in favor of the abortion bill, mm. by the lack of regard for basic humanity in the testimony in favor of the abortion bill. And I do think that uh, with the left moving this abortion bill down at the state capitol, it has invigorated the minds and the hearts of many on the pro-life side who had, who had simply become discouraged. And uh, even beyond that, has, has started to create new, um, uh, new pro-life plus folks coming to the side because of the testimony that was offered, because of the callousness of the bill, callousness of the testimony. And so um, that alone is a very important um, measure in where the pro-life community is today. Right. Uh, the bill passed out of committee, a well, party-line I, vote, Democrats voting in favor of it, Republicans voting against it, uh, went to the floor, and um, uh, there was not a, a single Democrat not a single Democrat who spoke against the bill. Uh, Republicans down at the state legislature spoke against the bill and, um, and managed to um, maintain their opposition to the bill for uh, a time period that had never been done before in either the state house of representatives or the state Senate. Um, we don't have the filibuster at the state level like they do in, in, in Washington, DC. So, um, these these men and women had to keep going to the microphone, getting recognized, going to the microphone, speaking to the bill, um, making sure their comments were relevant to the bill, relevant to protecting life, relevant to sounding the alarm on some of the things that you mentioned in your opening, Jeff. And that is because this bill passed, Governor signs, Colorado will become a state that celebrates abortion. And uh, it sickens my heart to know that, but that's the direction that we're going. Um, I do su- suppose that I find some some consolation in the fact that there are other states that, that are going to move quickly in the direction of, of protecting innocent life. And uh, I think for, for, for those states, their, their people will benefit from it. Uh, but here, uh, even as uh, uh, representative after representative went to the microphone, to oppose this radical abortion bill, um, stayed through the night, started in the afternoon, stayed through the night, uh, into the wee hours of the morning, continuing to debate this bill to delay its passage, but not, not just for the purpose of being difficult, but rather for the purpose of bringing attention to how radical this abortion bill is. And to that end, I think they succeeded. Frank, thank you very much for being with us and giving us that insight. When we come back, we're going to hear from Senator Bob Gardner, who's going to share with us what happened on the Senate side.
Thank you, Frank. <laughs>